What is up, people? You are listening to another episode of New Generation Hero Talk. I'm your host, Shamari Stewart. As you guys can see, EJ will not be joining us this week. Um, he is uh, in Vegas, and he is not sick this. He is not sick this time. Uh, he is covering the Super Bowl for uh, Baggy and Perloff, the CBS Sports uh, uh, radio show that he um, is a producer for uh, in his day job, which you should check that out if you're a sports fan. Um, uh, so he's enjoying himself, uh, by a lot of, he's, uh, you know, schmoozing with all the kind of celebrities and big wigs down in Vegas right now. Um, so, uh, glad he's enjoying himself doing that. But in the meantime, we have to hold down the fort here for hero talk. Um, so it's just, uh, me and along with, uh, Kendall as always, uh, so this would be an Imperial style, uh, new generation hero talk podcast. So Kendall, uh, what is up? How are you doing? I'm doing good. Like you said, EJ's uh, soaking up the sun. Uh, you know, first it was it was Tampa. Now it's Vegas. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, uh, but still, you know, uh, obviously fun, fun time out there in, in Vegas. And uh, but also a fun time out in uh, superhero land. So we'll have a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, I'm. I'm excited because this is going to be a mostly Marvel centric show. We got some DC stuff that we'll talk about at the end, but uh, been some some interesting developments uh, in the MCU for sure. Um, some confirmations of stuff, and uh, you know, we're getting some questions answered that we we had been asking. So, um, so yeah, no, I'm excited for this show. Uh, I don't know about you, but the the story for me that. Um, story for me that that's that's opening my eyeballs is what uh what bob Iger had to say about the uh future of marvel studios and their um production output uh something that he sort of teased before but he reiterated it in a sort of wide-ranging disney um sort of seemed like update uh on the on the state of disney and their movie uh production uh slate so um he talked a little bit about marvel studios in that and we got a lot a lot of stuff to talk about there yeah yeah absolutely so plenty to discuss uh for that uh whenever bob Iger talks marvel um it's always obviously very noteworthy because he is the head honcho uh for disney uh so whatever he says the strategy is that is the strategy um so um you know he is in essence uh the uh, boss for Kevin Feige, and um, of course he is uh, he is uh, you know uh, running this company, and 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 you know what he cares about is what is um, what's kind of helping the bottom line. You know what is um, you know what's helping us as an organization, as a company, um, uh, for us to increase our profits, increase our you know reach and and um what's helping our brand etc so um so yeah very interesting stuff that he had to say so we'll be talking about that on this show uh so we'd like to actually start um with uh i'd say kind of the most pressing thing right now uh which is super bowl so of course the super bowl is this weekend um uh, if you're listening to this before the super bowl uh it is this weekend if you listen to it after then you already know what happened 
<laughs> but um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna discuss the the uh, the big game as a lot of these ads uh, refer to it as. It's it's <laughs> and uh, um, you know, we're gonna be talking about what uh, ads we may see, what we think we're gonna see. Um, you know, Kendall can let us know, of course, if he if he believes uh, strongly that we're gonna see one thing or another. Um. But yeah, I think the thing that people are particularly particularly looking out for right now is Deadpool. I'd say of all the different projects, um, you know, superhero related projects that we may see, um, you know, I think Deadpool is uh, coming. We know there's a ton of like set photos, a ton of like announcement stuff. Um, we have yet to see any kind of trailer or any receive any kind of hint as to when a trailer would come. Um, and you know this would just uh and i feel like the super bowl is partic- is a particular type of um venue that i i could definitely see ryan reynolds kind of just inserting himself <laughs> into through some kind of advertising advertising and you know the big big project for him that's upcoming is that so um so that's definitely i could definitely see that making an appearance um either during the game before or maybe shortly after uh, so, Kendall, what are your thoughts on that, the possibility of that or anything else showing up? And, uh, you know, have you heard anything? Have you seen anything? Uh, just in general, what are, what are your thoughts on it? Um, for me, look, the the thing with this Deadpool trailer and the Super Bowl in general is, first, I think we have to ask ourselves, is that the only thing that we get? And Obviously, that's the main. That's the main thing on the course, probably in all of Hollywood. Um, you know, because obviously, superhero movies have become the biggest franchises and the biggest genre um, in terms of generating hype. And you were talking about a Deadpool movie that features Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman at, at in in their biggest roles, respectively. Um, uh, and it's Marvel Studios, uh, even with the Marvel Studios kind of shine being stripped away a little bit, uh, it still has massive brand recognition. So, um, so I think that, yeah, I think, um, I think that the Deadpool trailer is clearly the biggest thing. It sounds from multiple different sources that we're definitely getting a Deadpool trailer. There was a rumor that it'll be sort of done the same way the Flash did and how a lot of these movies are doing it now where, um, they're gonna release a, a TV spot, and then they'll tell you to watch the full trailer online. Um, mm-hmm. just smart, and uh, you know, totally fine with that. Um, so I think that that is definitely, uh, you know, that's definitely going to be an interesting thing. Um, whenever we get it, but in terms of expectations for that trailer, um, I think the biggest question. Obviously, when you're talking about these things, is is it going to be more teaser than trailer, or is it going to be more trailer than teaser? Um, you know, if it's uh, sometimes you know, you see some of these YouTubers and they'll call something a, a teaser, and it's like you know, a, a title card reveal, you know, or yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, sometimes you know, you get a trailer and somebody, some of these YouTubers will call something a trailer and it's ten seconds, so. Uh, I think that'll be that'll be the distinction is 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 this going to be an actual trailer of the, in that sense? And if you're doing a TV spot and a full trailer, I would assume that the full trailer is a full trailer. But 
not even just in terms of length, but in terms of what do they show? Because obviously, generally speaking, this is Deadpool 3, and this is the first iteration of Deadpool um, in the MCU. So that is the primary focus of the movie, at least it should be. But everything in terms of expectations and what people want to see is where does Wolverine come into play? And then beyond Wolverine, where do, where do these other characters potentially come into play? Um, and so when I think about all of that, uh, I think back to the last multiverse, uh, you know, movie that we got that was uh, revealed, or the trailer revealed at the Super Bowl. Um, and that was Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. And mm. the the trailer for that one really focused on um it focused a little bit on the multiverse stuff and we, that's when we got a hint of uh Professor X, I believe. Um right. and that was a big thing. People were like, Oh my god, Professor X is in a Marvel movie, so I wonder if they're going to um use that same strategy for this or if they take a different route and they keep it pretty focused on just the, the Deadpool aspect of it. Yeah. That'll be the thing that we're, that we're looking for. Um, you know, are we going to get, are they going to zero in on, um, you know, the multiverse and, uh, the Wolverine or any of that kind of stuff, or, or is it going to be more Deadpool focused? more quippy kind of Ryan Reynolds and you know and how much of that how much of it are we going to get you know are we going to get the like like you said the little kind of TV spot and then the longer trailer online um which if we do get a spot if we do get a big game spot I would think that that's what we get because they're so expensive now but I definitely think that 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 is that is what we would get and it's not like on you know, ESPN or any of those things where like Disney can like control or have some kind of, Oh, during halftime, we're just going to show the whole thing or anything like that. Um, so yeah, so this, I would definitely expect something like that. Um, ah, man, I mean, if we get the Deadpool, um, trailer, that would be, I feel like that's just what we'd be talking about probably for the next like several months until the movie comes out, you know, cause this is definitely a big turning point for Marvel. I'd say, uh, I agree with, with what I said previously in our last show, which was, I don't think this is going to totally move the needle. Like I said, unless uh, it's made very clear that a lot of what's happening here is Canon is, you know, any X-Men mutants, a lot of them are either going to stay in the regular and Marvel universe that we know of and aren't going to go anywhere. Aren't just going to be, okay. Oh yeah. They're in universe X or whatever other universe. Like they're actually here and you know, we're going to continue to see them unless that's made very clear. I don't think this is going to really move the needle too much, but, um, but yeah, I think I'm very curious to see what this trailer shows, especially with some of the comments that have been made about this movie lately and how amazing it is and how it's going to change things and stuff. It's like, you know, I mean, we're gonna have to see. We just have to see. Um, what? Uh, any any other thoughts on this? Well, I was just gonna say, like, what? What do you mm-hmm. think is like the big takeaway from this trailer after we see it? What's your prediction in that sense? Like, is it going to be just the fact that they tease Wolverine? Is like that's kind of like the 
you know, the Rogue One trailer with Darth Vader, or it's like, you know, that's the end, and it's like, oh man, that's gonna get the casual or X-Men uh Apocalypse, I think it was, that first teaser, tease Wolverine, and that was like the big thing there. Or do you think that this is going to like openly show Wolverine and maybe they tease his suit, but they don't really show his suit or something like that? Maybe they do show his suit and his mask kind of like Spider-Man. Like, do they go Spider-Man from Civil War and they just full on Wolverine's in the MCU now kind of thing? And all that's going to be interesting because like, and then do we get any teases or even reveals of other cameos that we think are going to be in the movie? Like, you know, other X-Men characters or we know Elektra is going to be in the movie. We think Daredevil might be in this movie. Ben Affleck. And we think the Fantastic Four, the old Fantastic Four might be in this movie. So when you're talking about all these other characters, I don't expect to see any of that in a trailer, but um, I just wonder about that. And I also wonder, is, this, is any of this tied into into uh, the Marvels? That's the last movie we saw and ended with an X-Men character. So, <laughs> like... Right. Immediately, I mean, my head went to Deadpool. I think most people's head went to Deadpool. Um, and so now we're getting a first look at Deadpool. Is it going to, are we, like, we going to see Monica Rambeau at all? Like, is she going to be in this movie? Been report, been talk about the TVA playing a role in this. Like, there's so much that we, that we think we know about this movie, but we haven't seen anything. And so now it's going to be our first look. And what exactly are we going to see? Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a big question. I, as, as far as kind of what the kicker is going to be, I mean, it could be Wolverine. It might be. Um, and I'd be satisfied with that. If if we didn't get too much like mutants and multiverse and craziness, if the kicker for this movie was just Wolverine and it looked good, which, he, I mean, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine is probably never not going to look good, then... I mean, I'd be fine with that. I mean, I think that's fine for like a first trailer. That's not, you know, I mean, it's not bad. And again, like you said, a lot of the crazier things can be can be saved for, you know, for either the movie or a second trailer. I mean, I, um, I mean, it's Deadpool. I feel like Deadpool alone is going to draw a lot of people to the theater. So, um, you know, it's a fun movie. It's a comedy movie. A lot of people are going to go. Um, you know. Especially a lot of adults that, you know, summer movie, want to go see something fun, see something, a lot of actions, something. And that's going to get a lot of people. So, you know. I am, that's, I wouldn't be surprised if Wolverine himself was the kicker. You know, maybe a couple of, East, you know, kind of Easter eggy, kind of teasery kind of things, you know. But I wouldn't, I probably am not expecting anything too crazy. Like, you know, we see the whole X-Men gang or anything like that. I'm probably not expecting anything like that. I don't think it will connect too much to the Marvels. I mean, that's just my um, that's just my like, guess. Do they even want to connect to the Marvels, man? Like, yeah, you like, know I what I mean? I don't know. Um, that movie wasn't exactly a money maker, and if yeah. their their goal here is to make just just make money, um, man, I, I mean, yeah, this thing should make a lot of money. I think. And the other question I have is how much of the other Deadpool characters do we get? The Deadpool, the Deadpool legacy characters, Negasonic, Teenage Warhead, Colossus, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, the old lady with the blind old lady. Like, do we get any of those characters that show up? Domino. Like, I, I don't even know if any, I, I don't know how many of those characters are even in this movie, but assuming they are, uh, you know, whatchamacallit, uh, Miranda Backer, uh, 
like these these uh, whatever what was her name again Vanessa I don't remember but um like if we're getting those characters back mm-hmm. like again if you show mostly those characters that'll make it feel like Deadpool three and I don't know if Deadpool three a generic Deadpool three movie sells as well as you know Deadpool versus Wolverine which is you know one of the rumored titles one of the speculated titles in this movie. Like, mm-hmm. and if you really make this Deadpool versus Wolverine, like the marketing and it's Hugh Jackman's all over it and it looks like they're about to fight and it's all that. And you see the claws and you see the suit. Like now you're talking about a billion dollar movie. Easy. Not even a question. It's going to make hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. 150, maybe 200 opening weekend kind of movie. If you're selling this as Deadpool right. and his friends going on an adventure, uh, it's still early, obviously. It's still ch- time to tease all this other stuff, but that feels more like a teaser, you know. So mm-hmm. that would be my thing. I mean, is there any other? Yeah, yeah I definitely think there any uh, other superhero properties. What were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say I definitely think. Um, I definitely think Wolverine featuring Wolverine a lot of advertising would be wise. Especially Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, and especially this Hugh Jackman Wolverine in the suit. I think that's the thing that will really kind of differentiate this. Right, you're showing him in a tank top. It's like, oh, here we go. Play the hits, more of the same. All right, you know, another, you know, Apocalypse, another kind of, uh, you know, Days of Future Past, and, you know, another, uh, another, you know, just another Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman performance. You know, it's, it's crescendo, mind you, so it's. His final performance, but it's definitely, uh, I think, showing him in the suit. I think, I think we will see him in the suit. That would be my guess. I think that would be like the kicker kind of thing. We will see him in the suit. That's why I think it's going to happen. Um, and uh, you know, I think that's going to be very, very special, very fun to see. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I definitely think that's that's probably what we'll get, and I think it will at least get people excited to see this movie. I think Deadpool alone would get a lot of people excited to see the movie, but I think that would especially get people excited to see the movie. But any final thoughts on this, Kendall? Yeah, I mean, for me, I guess the only other thing that, I, you know, is there any chance we get anything else? Um, doesn't seem like there's any other superhero. This isn't going to be a big year for superhero movies. I mean, DC, I don't think, has anything coming out um, in terms of film, and Marvel only has Deadpool, so, uh, and Star Wars doesn't even have anything. Kind of a weird year. (laughs) But look, Deadpool is such a big deal that, um, but that's still, like, that kind of overshadows even the fact that nothing, there's nothing else, because it's like, Deadpool is such a big deal, and it's right in the middle of summer. It's not like Deadpool's in December, or we're going to have to go through a whole year of nothing. Like half the year is going to be hype for Deadpool, and then the other half, by the time Deadpool comes I mean, out, I mean, I think we're getting Comic Con. I think we're getting Joker in October. I think that's the only thing. That's um, true. We we are getting Joker. I don't. I mean, that would be awesome if we saw something for Joker. I don't expect it, but that would be awesome. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not expecting that either. That's the kind of movie that they could kind of show whatever, whenever, whatever they want, whenever they want, and people are going to see it at some point. Um, to board a mouth how good the first one is going to sell that movie. So, um, and Lady Gaga, mm-hmm. um, and Lady Gaga. Yeah. 
I also wonder, you know, there were some rumors, and I, you know, I don't even say rumors, more some speculation that Taylor Swift was going to be in this Deadpool movie. If they showed her in the trailer based off of, you know, on top of the fact that it's, you know, during the Super Bowl that she's going to be a major character in, uh, (laughs) (laughs) that would be, you want to talk about marketing your movie? Oh my God. You know, again, we don't know if she's in the movie, we don't even know who she's playing. Uh, There's, you know, speculation she's playing Dazzler, speculation she's playing Lady Deadpool. So, um, but if she is in the movie, uh, again, that would, you would talk about breaking the internet. I mean, you're just, you're guaranteeing a billion dollars if they show she's in the movie. So, uh, to that audience. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, if the movie, the movie, this movie's gonna, we, I mean, we already know, like, we, you, you talk about it forever, but this movie's gonna do well. Um, I think Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, I think there's rumors there may be a trailer for that, which I don't really need more of that one, but, um, yeah, I feel like I'm we fine just got either, either way. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I feel like we just got a trailer for that Planet Aids movie. Uh, it'll be interesting. It's funny. Me, me, uh, me and our, our brother, uh, our younger brother Henry, we always joke about the, the end of that trailer. We had the eight that was like, "It's a wonderful day." <laughs> <laughs> just a funny line, like, yeah. It's definitely yeah. The only the only words the only words said in the movie in the trailer. And you're like, yo, these apes are just talking now. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, I can't wait for that movie. They're yeah, riding man, horses. They're just playing the hits, man. That's yeah, all we man. need. I'm going to go see it. I'm Opening day. I'm going to go see that movie. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Yeah, that's, that's that'll be fun. But yeah, we're going to have to see. We'll see. And, and, you know, next time we do a show, we'll be talking about it. Whatever they show. We'll have EJ on and we'll be that will be the primary discussion, especially if you know, we don't know. Nothing's been confirmed yet. Disney hasn't confirmed anything, but you know, if they show something, that's what we're going to talk about. That's going to be the main thing we're going to talk about. That and, and possibly Madam Web, I guess, depending on uh, you know if we have seen the movie by then. Um, all right. So moving on to our next topic, um, this uh, this one is going to be Fantastic Four uh, centric. So. Um, uh, Pedro Pascal um, uh, mentioned uh, at a SAG-AFTRA um, event that um, Fantastic Four will begin filming this summer. Um, so this is that is pretty big news. Matt Shackman um, actually reposted this news on his Instagram before totally deleting his Instagram, um, which is uh, pretty extreme to do in response to an errant uh, post. But um, but the, we apparently we have confirmation now from Pedro Pascal himself that they're going to begin filming this summer. That's very exciting, and also could, for me very uh, telling because we still don't have any like real casting news regarding the cast. Um, so that they know they're going to film this summer makes me think that we will have casting news because how are you going to film without a cast? So. Um, that's the first thing that comes to my mind is that we will be getting that news um, probably like, like very soon, obviously within the next few months, like we'll know. And, you know, it'll Marvel will certainly know, but we'll also know. Um, and, you know, we can kind of move on from this fantastic four saga of just not knowing who the fantastic four is, uh, which I'm very much looking forward to. Uh, but Kendall, what is your reaction to this 
uh, news about Fantastic Four film. Um, yeah, the, the Fantastic Four thing is interesting. Pedro Pascal actually, I guess he had his SAG after event today, and they asked him at the end, you know, what's the deal with Fantastic Four? And he was like, you know, wait, I thought I was only here for 90 minutes. I, I think 90 minutes is up. So, uh, you know, he just didn't answer it. <laughs> um, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, this thing is, is up in the air, but the Matt Shackman thing is weird, man. Like, I don't know. I don't know what that was. I don't know if that was him because, I mean, you've, you've, I've listened to interviews with Matt Shackman talking about Fantastic Four and just, you know, obviously you watch WandaVision and the guy was supposed to do Star Trek. Like, clearly a smart guy, obviously talented director. Um, I don't think he's an idiot, you know. But mm-hmm. did, was he really, was he really, did he really not know that he couldn't repost that? Like, again, he's been in the Marvel ecosystem now for like two years, going dating back to WandaVision. Like, this isn't his first rodeo with a big tentpole fr- franchise. So mm-hmm. I think he, he would know, and he's dealt with this casting process for, for Fantastic Four now for about two years at this point, at least a year. Um, so again, I think he knows what he can and cannot say. And so for him to repost on his social media that Pedro Pascal is going to be Reed Richards when that hasn't been announced yet is shocking to me unless either he doesn't run his own social media, which is possible, but unlikely, but possible. Or like he really didn't know that he couldn't do that or that he could and it was this is all part of the work it's all part of the game um but then why would you do the whole thing where you delete it like that just feels extreme <laughs> yeah know? i don't know again unless again unless it's all part of the game but that just feels like a weird game to play where you get nothing yeah, from it's it weird it's just so unnecessary weird unnecessary games to play with the public <laughs> which right. I, you know i think quite frankly has been a trend in marvel for like yep. way longer than it should have been um again Shout out to James Gunn for just being very direct and not engaging in any games like that. When he wants to announce something, he announces it. When something leaks, if it's not true, he'll say it's not true. And if it's true, he'll say it's true. Like, it's just, it just, but none of these games, there's none of this, you know, um, there's just none of this stuff. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of a weird, it'd be kind of a weird decision to play game, play any kind of like weird games like that with the social media. But I think that, um, I mean, him, you know, deleting the whole account, I mean, would lead me to believe that this is true and that I guess maybe he didn't know or right. just had a, maybe you know, he thought it, it had been announced. Yeah. Thought it had been announced or thought that Pedro got some kind of green light. Maybe from some, you know, I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, clearly there was some kind of mistake made by someone. Um, but either way, I mean, even if that's, and, and maybe this summer thing isn't set in stone. You know, sometimes, um, I know that's a thing a lot of times where sometimes, the, you know, things are speculated, but it's not like totally set in stone. Um, so... Uh, so yeah, maybe maybe like they think summer, but they don't know. So he doesn't want to like commit to summer because they're not sure. I mean, they don't have a cast. I mean, or or purportedly, you know, we don't believe that they have a full cast yet. So if they don't know that they'll have the cast by summer, then they don't know if they're going to start filming by summer. 
maybe that's what they're hoping, and maybe they just don't know for sure. So, um, so yeah, there's a lot of different possibilities, but I think it's encouraging still that that they are thinking that they'll or that Pedro even thinks that they'll be filming this summer. Um, I mean, that at least tells me that that's what he was told at some point by someone that he believes knows what's going on. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I treat that as very good news personally. Um, I'm just, I'm excited for the movie to come out and, you know, I'm excited for any kind of news we can get any, any scrape little bit scrape of news that we can get about fantastic four, because that, like the X-Men is one of the things I think can really turn around this kind of downward spiral that's been going on right now in Marvel Studios. If the if, if we get a good Fantastic Four and it's just a good movie and I honestly I'll even go as far as to say it doesn't have to be like an A plus winter soldier type super slam dunk home run. It doesn't need to it doesn't need give me the movie give me the level of Marvel movie that it could be for this to be like really impactful. It could be Thor. It's it not could be Thor one. one. It could be Thor, Thor one. one. A good movie. Good movie, fun movie, solid movie. I like the cast. I like Thor. Right. I, or I like the Fantastic Four. I want to see more of them going forward. Good. Trajectory kind of the trajectory characters. changes from downwards to like level. So point, okay, I want right. to see more of this Fantastic Four. And we know this is like the Fantastic Four we're gonna get, and we like them. This That's should this should great. at bare minimum, this should we should come out as we like, the best Fantastic Four movie ever made. Like that's that's the bare minimum I think we should expect. Yeah. Yeah. Which think, is not yeah. a high bar at all. That's, yeah, that's like, not the highest bar. That's <laughs> not the highest bar at all. But that already you start you start there and you're I'm already that's already a positive thing to start with. Like, look, it's the best yeah. best fantastic war we've ever made. So um so okay, it's kinda mm-hmm. like, like Spider Man Homecoming. Like that wasn't the best. And if it's that level of movie also, like that's another one where it's like that's that's totally a positive thing. You know? It wasn't Absolutely. a perfect movie, but it was our introduction um into you know a lot of spider-man's universe and um and it worked my my big question with this movie is we absolutely we still don't know anything about it i mean we know galactus seems like galactus is the villain which i've said time after time i think that's a a big mistake making galactus the villain of the first movie but it's fine you know it is what it is Obviously, they cast an older Reed Richards, so it's not like it's going to be some. Not we're not doing the X Men Apocalypse thing where it's a rookie X Men team with, um, facing the basically the Thanos of of the of the X Men universe. Mm-hmm. So that's fine in that in that degree. But so all we know is you have Galactus and maybe a Silver Surfer, and it's going to be in space, and we don't know. Silver Surfer might be a female, or it might be a female stand in for what is usually silver surfer like i don't know but regardless that's all we know about the movie otherwise we think maybe the kids might play a role and it has sort of a incredibles kind of feel to it and um a star trekky feel these are things that have been talked about but like we don't know what time period it takes place in we don't know what universe this even takes place in we don't know like if any other characters or heroes are in this at all those are all massive questions because again, Spider-Man: Homecoming was very simple. Uh, Thor was pretty simple. Captain America: First Avenger was pretty simple. Like these, this movie sounds kind of complicated. Um, yep. 
so obviously look there's time before we before we have to answer those questions but um but yeah no i just thought that that was interesting in terms of when we when i think casting is going to happen uh if if i mean again it seems like at this point I can't even say barring a shock. Like at, at this point, it's it's almost it's confirmed at this point. Pedro's going to be playing Reed Richards, um, yep. which is fine to me. You know, again, not my not my first choice. But I didn't really like loved any of the names that we got. I mean, Adam Driver, I didn't think was the perfect guy to play him. And yes, um, you know, you know, Diego Luna was being talked about, and whoever else was, was being talked about. Like I wasn't really it wasn't really a perfect name yet for me. I mean, I already said like, you know that I thought Brandon Ralph would have been great, you know, but obviously he wasn't in the, in the running. So, um, you know, John, I know you were a big John Krasinski guy and we really don't know what the deal was there, but it sounds like maybe he didn't want to do the role. So um, I would have preferred Krasinski over <laughs> all the names that we were being talked about, but again, it sounds like maybe he didn't want to do it. So, um, but in terms of when we do get the confirmation, it sounds like that'll happen at Comic-Con. There were some rumors uh, from mm-hmm. some of the underground, you know, leakers and scoopers that suggest teasing that it'll be a Hall H announcement. Um, the only problem is when are we going to start filming? Because I don't think that you can start filming this thing in July. Like you could, but the movie's supposed to come out next year, like next early year. next year. You know, at least like in like the spring. So I'm like, I mean, you could you could try to do that, but they want to do reshoots and. Like anything happens, tight schedules and whatnot. Like, <laughs> like you gotta, you gotta give yourself some time to make this movie. Um, so I, I had assumed that they're gonna start shooting if they can, like this spring if they can, um, at, at like the latest. And if you start, if you start shooting, then we should know what the cast is because you, you people are gonna start filming. So I don't think they can wait till Hall H. I think they should just announce it when they can, and. Just do like Star Wars. Like Star Wars just announces things. They don't have to have everything a celebration. Exactly. Like they'll just come out with a press release, say, "Yeah, this is happening." Yep. And a lot well, of times, what just happened with the Mandalorian? The Mandalorian. Movie. Yep. Yep. It's like, no, that thing did not exist. <laughs> and yeah, we got all the information we needed. It didn't have to be a Comic Con. Yep. Yep. There need to be some kind of big thing. Like not everything needs to be this big thing. I mean, it's nice. It's nice to have something for these cons. But, you know, not not everything they, they release, um, you know, needs to needs to be some kind of big, uh, some kind of big reveal. So. Um, so, yeah, I, I I am kind of in the same boat. I'm looking forward to to when we know. I, I think the timeline is a little uh, it's a little tight, you know, um, like I said, if they're, if they're filming in the summer, I would think that we would know like pretty soon you know because they would need to know pretty soon who you know who they want and these are important roles you know fantastic four is very much an ensemble you know these aren't just like side characters you know it's not like oh you got your read and who cares about anybody else like everybody every one of those four are very important so you know they're definitely uh you know if they only have one right now it's definitely not um, I, I mean, I I wouldn't say that's not where they want to be. We're only in February right now, but but they are is very much incomplete. Like they need to like pick up the pace. So um, so yeah, hopefully we find out soon. You know, but either way, honestly, I think this is good news. I think you know summer, 
you know, that sounds about right, you know, gives them enough time, like you said, for reshoots and other things. And we should know at that point, like who the Fantastic Four is, because I feel like we've been speculating on that for uh, several years, honestly, at this point. Um, so the third story we have uh, to talk about is going to be uh, what we tease at the top of the show, which is Bob Iger uh, making uh, more comments regarding uh, Marvel's uh, Marvel's stance when it comes to uh, how many movies they're releasing. So he had an earnings call recently in which he um, kind of reiterated and kind of solidified uh, statements that he made previously or things that we had heard that he said previously regarding um, regarding what Marvel is going to be doing and how they're gonna, definitely going to be scaling back um, scaling back their their uh, production. Um, so specifically, he said they're going to be um, leaning more into sequels and franchises. And, um, you know, he said some of he's mentioned that some of the studios lost focus and that the first step that they've taken is reducing volume and reducing output specifically uh, in Marvel. So he wanted to make that very clear. Again, clear as day that they're reducing um, their output in Marvel. What he's basically what he said before, he's reiterating it now. Um, and he even, uh, when talking about uh, Disney's 2025 slate, people are noting that he also left out Thunderbolts and Blade uh, when talking about Marvel. Um, I mean, he mentioned Captain America, Brave New World, and Fantastic Four, which I'm not freaking out too much about that. Um, I mean, I think it's, it's, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe you can, I mean, Blade is, is a, a highly anticipated project. Um, I think if Captain America, I mean, and I think just, we've been following this stuff. So hearing that Blade may not be coming out in 2025 is just not surprising, considering what we've heard about that. And Thunderbolts is uh, definitely, I think, the weak link if you're if you're looking at all of those movies, considering the Thunderbolts team that was leaked, particularly. Um, I think Captain America and Fantastic Four are kind of the two heavy hitters and things that seem to be hopefully, possibly going along along a schedule as long as Fantastic Four gets their cast soon. Um, and Blade has been kind of messy from what we've heard and needs a lot of work. Um, so we're going to have to see about Thunderbolts and Blade in terms of their release. Uh, it's, it's, but I'm not freaking out that he didn't mention them. Um, I'm very patient when it comes to those two movies. So if they need more time, if they need to go back to the, uh, go back to the kitchen, go back to the lab, so to speak, and continue working on it, I think they should do that. Uh, as opposed to just pumping out all these movies in, in one year, it's just not necessary. Um, so, uh, I would be happy with the Captain America and Fantastic Four 2025. That would be perfectly fine with me. Uh, but Kenna, what are your thoughts on this slate and the, the, uh, confirmed, uh, from Bob Iger, the confirmed reduction in Marvel output? Um... I think the the real focus for me, I mean, look, the 
the slowdown of output. I don't think that the output is the problem. I know some people feel that way. I don't think the output is the problem as much as it is the, and I think the more important part that he he mentioned was the focus on stronger franchises. Because I think that if you output, if you have a lot mm-hmm. of output and it's a lot of great stuff, I don't think people are going to get tired of this. But when you're doing a lot of stuff and most of it is stuff people don't care about, that's when it feels like they're wasting your time a little bit. And that's where I think Marvel has struggled. Is they've had this, they've played this game where it's been, um, you know, three movies a year, four, three to four movies a year. But of the of the four movies, only one of them is like a major temple franchise, and then the other mm-hmm. three are kind of side characters that you know you're even questioning: should this person even, uh, should this person or should these characters even get movies? Um, you know, so I think when you talk about like 2025, like Fantastic Four and Captain America are the, are major, major, major franchises in Hollywood history, and are and are you know Fantastic Four we haven't seen yet, but uh, we're gonna we're assuming is going to be probably one of their five biggest brands. Captain America probably also in that list of five biggest brands. Um, between those two, X Men, the Avengers, and like. I mean, Iron Man doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't seem like the Iron Man universe. And uh, at that point, now you, those are the major four. Say uh, that, like you put those out, those are instant money makers. Um, and if, if I'm missing anything, uh, feel free to correct me. But you know, I mean, you have like Thor and like Hulk could be big, but like they don't do Hulk movies anymore. So like, there's other ones that obviously, you know, have potential. Captain Marvel one did a great job, but I don't think that that's like on the level of the other ones. So Guardians mm-hmm. could be your the other argument if you're talking about the top five. But but that's certainly those are certainly the major four uh that they have right now. Spider Man. Let me throw Spider Man. That's the obvious like that's another major one. Obviously you don't own Spider Man. But if 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 you're talking about doing one of those, like yeah, that, that those are the priority priority franchises that you almost feel like you should make at least one of those a year if you can between Avengers, X Men, Fantastic Four, Spider Man, Captain America. And they've got two coming out in 2025 and then after that like you don't really have to come out with the other ones like you like you should just to balance it out but i almost don't know if i need two more next year like I, we have one we only have one coming out this year that also is in that mix with deadpool a major major franchise like if you told me we're getting three next year and you spread them out into like early 2025 mid 2025 late 2025 i think that's more than enough you know, especially considering Sony's going to have movies coming out, whether it be Craven or Venom or whatever else is coming out from from them, and, and then obviously DC is going to have Superman coming out, um, and possibly the Batman too if that holds its date. So, yeah, I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily worried about 2025, but in general, I think that they need to, do need to slow down on the non-important stuff. So again, I will always say I don't have a problem really with any of these ideas. Because I'm fine with anything Marvel, generally speaking. Like, we're getting Thunderbolts, that's fine. I would rather have X-Men. I'll always say that. Like, I'd rather have something else than Thunderbolts. I'd rather have something else maybe than even Blade. But um, but if that's where you're giving me... Black Panther's another one, by the way, that also fits into that major, major, major franchise category. Although, obviously, the second one sort of kind of hurt that perception a little bit. But obviously, the, what the first one did definitely put it into that 
major franchise categories. But um, mm-hmm. you know, that's where I'm. That's where I'm like, you know, I feel like uh, Marvel, if they can just sort of shift their focus from stuff that's not as important, like you know, I mean, again, they're doing Wonder Man. We got this Agatha, whatever it's called, show, and like she hulk you're like i don't i don't know if people are really dying for any of this stuff but young avengers is a big project it depends especially depending on what characters you put in it but it has the avengers name to it like i saw a video that uh a youtuber named nando nando v movies very popular youtube channel marvel marvel guy mm-hmm. shout out to nando he did he talked about you know five things he would do to improve the MCU and one of the things he talked about was uh try to it was essentially like try to do more stuff with the Avengers and one of the things he talked about was like the Thunderbolts movie should be called Dark Avengers like you're trying to get people interested and he's right like there's no excuse for that movie to be called Thunderbolts when nobody knows what that means or what that is you call that movie Dark Avengers and now all of a sudden I think that movie already has instantly more credibility um so mm-hmm. i don't i mean again if they're talking about doing stuff with their stronger franchises i think that that's that's a start um and the and in terms of the output i'm i'm not as concerned because honestly i think i, I think a bigger question with the output is what does that mean for disney plus right yeah i mean i um I don't know. I, I in terms of what their what their plans are. I mean, I don't really know what their plans are. Um, I, I mean, I do think their output matters when it comes to, like you said, when it comes to like what they're putting out, and like where their focus lies. And I think because they're, it seemed like their focus may have been on pumping out so much stuff that they were just green lighting all this stuff that just. Sh- didn't need to be greenlit greenlit like i thought echo was decent did it need to be did i need to see it no would i rather they gave me they focus more attention on uh blade or daredevil or um something else that i really really wanted to see yeah you know to be completely honest with you so it's just and that i think that's kind of what Iger is getting at with his comments is just you know, they need to focus on on their heavy hitters, right? Like you were saying. So I don't. I mean, I I honestly like what he's saying when it comes to what what some of the changes that he wants to see. And I think he's showing real leadership in in telling, you know, his stakeholders that this is what our focus is. This is why, you know, we're gonna write this shit. <laughs> this is how exactly how we're gonna write this shit you know um so you know i'm i have to say i am glad to hear this coming from from bob Iger. uh i suspect the little bit of x-men and other things that we've gotten maybe because of him making this change to be completely honest with you i don't know what we would have gotten if if, if not for him, if not for him stepping in and trying to and wanting to the wanting uh marvel studios's uh strategy to change in this way. So I'm, I am, I would say I'm hopeful 
I'm glad to hear that they want to focus more on um, on their main franchises, their main money makers, because um, that's what people care about ultimately. You know, and just bombarding them with all this new stuff, and it's just um, like that's not—it's just not necessary. So, um, so yeah, to me, this is good news um, as well. I like everything that I that he said here, at least with regards to this specific issue. Um, I'm good with less Marvel content, to be completely honest with you. And it's unfortunate. Maybe that'll change. And that might change. Maybe that'll change. Like, if and when Marvel kind of gets this stuff better and more settled, then maybe I'll want more output. Maybe I'll be like, okay, now I'm okay with them making more things because everything they're making is good. And everything they're making is things that I want to see, or maybe not everything, but most, most, most of this stuff is of a very high quality. So I don't mind seeing it. But now it's like they're out, they're green lighting all this stuff that I just don't care that much about. So you know, I can't say that I want all this output. I don't want all this output because they're green lighting all this stuff that I just, you know, do I want to see this? I mean, I don't know, not really. So I, <laughs> so it's hard to. Um, so yeah, it's kind of hard to say, but I, I am glad that that um, Bob Iger is speaking out and is is uh, you know trying to kind of um, comfort his stakeholders in terms of how they're treating uh, the Marvel properties because um, because it definitely needs to be uh, I think treated with more with more uh, care and attention and and. Uh, transparency you know and, and the only we're not get we're never going to get that transparency from kevin feige to be blunt so if bob Iger can give it to us i'll take it wherever i can get it <laughs> you know we get plenty from james gunn if bob Iger needs to be the person to tell us hey this is our strategy and we're going to try to right the ship then good because he's a big boss and, and and he seems to uh you know know that people care about the main franchises and that people want the main franchises to be run well and that I don't need four or five or six Marvel Studios pro projects in a year. I just don't need that. It's not necessary. So, um, so yeah, I'm I'm glad to hear him say all this stuff. Um, all right, I feel like we can we can uh, kind of close the show talking about um, our only DC topic here on the show. Um, so. Uh, the video game Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League was recently released. I know we don't talk uh, video games too often on this show, even though um, we all uh, play video games. Um, and we all play particularly superhero video games. Spider-Man 2 uh, came out recently. I think I'm the only one on the show that's finished the game, but that was spectacular. Uh, no pun intended. And, um, you know, and there are, we have a Wolverine game that's coming out as well. Uh, by the same studio that made the Spider-Man 2 game. Uh, so a lot, of, a lot of stuff going on in the superhero kind of gaming world as well. Um, it's very high quality, too. So I, if anyone out there that hasn't tried out these games, they're really good. So check out Spider-Man, the first one. Check out Miles Morales. Check out Spider-Man 2. If you, have play, if you have a PlayStation, check out all these games. They're really, really good. Um, so the game we're going to talk about here um, for this topic is a Suicide Squad game that came out very recently, like within the last few weeks, it was released. It's called Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. This is made by the same studio 
uh, that made the there was a uh, Batman Arkham Asylum series of video games uh, that is, uh, you know, frequently touted as the best superhero game trilogy ever made. It's very, very high quality. Um, uh, if you're a Batman fan, I would say these games are a must get. They're really, really, really good. Great Batman stories. Uh, and the games are very fun as well. I think it's available on all platforms, all the kind of major platforms, PlayStation, Xbox. I think you can get them. You can get these games if you have access to those to those consoles um, and a PC, of course, as well. But um, but so this was made by the same studio that made those games. So it's a very highly touted studio, Rocksteady. Um, leading up to the game's release, people were concerned because the game looked very similar to um, it was just a very the, the gameplay looked very floaty and kind of like traversal was very similar to something that you'd see in like Fortnite or you know and a lot of the um, you know some of the features seemed to be like it seemed like you had to be online for a lot of the game and uh, there were just a lot of features and all the and the really quite frankly the game was centered around you playing as the Suicide Squad and needing to kill the Justice League. And after the Batman games, people were hoping to get maybe an, either another Batman game or maybe a Superman game or a Justice League game. And instead, we're getting a Suicide Squad game. And again, the Suicide Squad, which is in this game, is Captain Boomerang, uh, King Shark, Harley Quinn, and um, Deadshot. Um, they all are using guns. That seems to be uh, the primary weapon of choice for every single person in the game. Um, a lot of third-person shooting going on in this game with some special attacks thrown in with their kind of primary, with their kind of, uh, their character weapon, so to speak. Harley has a bat, Boomerang has a Boomerang, etc. So, um, so yeah. So it seemed, the game, the gameplay didn't look great and it was not received very well. Uh, so the, it received mixed reviews, uh, from critics, and it's received, um, uh, I'd say, mostly <laughs> negative reviews from what I can find uh, from the general public. Uh, right now, it is sitting at a 3.8 out of 10 on Metacritic for the audience score. Uh, it has about two and a half stars, exactly 2.3 on Google right now. It's so just Google regular reviews from people. Um, so, I mean, the reviews just from people playing it have not been great. Um, so, uh, I have not purchased the game. At this point in time, I can't really say I plan to purchase the game. I've heard the story has ticked off a lot of people and doesn't seem to be... Um, I mean, the vo quality of the voice acting in the story seems to be pretty good from what I can tell, but... The story itself, I'm hearing a lot of people say it leaves a lot to be desired. Um, so overall, not great news. Uh, but Kendall, did you have any any reaction to this? Any reaction to, um, you know, the the release of this game, the reception of it? Uh, what are your thoughts? Man, uh, this was a weird one because this was announced. Was this like Fandom, like two years ago, two three years ago? Yeah, I think it, yeah, it was Fandom. Yeah, it got it got postponed like a couple times. Yeah, like this is a DC yeah. fan, like the second one, but still, it was a DC Fandom announcement. The same yep. Fandom that they showed the Batman, if I'm not mistaken, right? 
I believe or was so. It a different yeah. one. Or maybe it was the one where they showed like Black Adam. I yeah, feel like those might have been the same but, ones, but like still, yeah. regardless, like this is probably the last DC fandom thing to come out, <laughs> which is crazy to think about. Yeah, we've been working on it for a very long eight, time. That was ages ago. Like we're not even different. We've had like three different CEOs of DC and Warner Brothers since then. Um, but no, this is um, yeah, we've been working on this game for a really long time, and and when they first announced it, I think we thought that this. Could be interesting, you know. It looked the, tr- the first trailer. That's what was crazy too. Like they announced it with like kind of a full trailer. It was a cinematic, but it was still like kind of showed you what the character, who the characters were, and what the concepts are. It really showed you how long it takes to make these games, uh, as evidenced mm-hmm. by like the Wolverine game and everything we got from that and the the timeline there. But, um, but the the re- the reception initially was really positive uh which is wild um so for it to be where it's at now where it's like you know that that uh property is just and that game rather is like just being just being just raked through the cold it's just i don't want to say shocking but it's just crazy to think about because um it got a positive reaction to the initial trailer but the premise was always risky i can't say it was a terrible premise because again when it first dropped big people were very intrigued the first concept and cinematic trailer uh was was i think intriguing for people but i don't think it ever really fully came together how people expected i think the stuff with it being in the arkhamverse and it being canon to the arkhamverse and then involving you killing the justice league um just that was never gonna bold well I mean, I see these videos online. I haven't watched really much of them, but you know, people are just posting scenes of each, each, each like death scene from each Justice League member, and they're getting obviously they're getting you know disliked and people talking about how bad it is and how embarrassing it is. And it's like I I don't know what like kind of hijinks there is in this game. It sounds like there's like a multiverse thing going on here. So like there's obviously there's some hijinks that'll make it to where it's not like you know. The world will just never have, you know, any members of Justice League ever again, kind of thing. But still, like, it's it's just not good optics. Um, and then on top of that, the gameplay is shaky. Like, I don't think all the the optic stuff is fine if the gameplay is really good. That's what I. That's what obviously is the main thing. The story can be a little weird. The concept can be a little weird. But the gameplay is really fun. People will look the other way. But the, but yep. because the gameplay has been shaky. And a lot of the interface looks shaky. People aren't going to look past the other issues with it. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. That that's that's the part that I think is just weird. Yeah, I definitely think the the shift in gameplay um, was. I think it particularly that was that was pronounced, especially coming from. Uh, you know, from the Arkham games to this, something that that seems to just be of much less quality. I've seen people just even just quite frankly just comparing the graphics from Arkham Knight to this, just walking around Gotham versus walking around this version of Metropolis, how it's like empty and there's nothing there. And then Arkham Knight, which is the last of the Arkham games, everything was so yeah vibrant and it was raining and 
there's like goons everywhere to to kind of beat up and stuff. It was just really, it was really, really, it was just so good. It was really, really impressive. But um, it's just, yeah, it's just a downgrade, unfortunately. So, um, so yeah, overall, it's unfortunate. I probably won't be getting the game. I mean, if it's on one of these kind of um services like I have Xbox Game Pass and the in like the PlayStation equivalent. If it's ever on one of those for me to just download for free, you know, I'll just I'll do that probably and try it out. But otherwise I and these games are so expensive now. They're all like $70, $80 and it's like I'm not spending that much that kind of money on something that that would appear to be um of so of such low quality. You know, if 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 you know a lot of these reviews reviews are to be believed so um and just the eye test just looking at the game it doesn't look like something that i would continue playing for more than like an hour so um so yeah that's unfortunate uh but you know hopefully we get more uh high quality dc games going forward i i personally was enjoying got the knights i know some people were very critical of that one as well that's kind of a team up game where you play as nightwing robin batgirl and in uh, red hood Jason Todd's Red Hood. So that uh, I was having fun with. I'll probably finish that, honestly. Um, so, uh, so yeah, maybe I'll jump back into that. But yeah, we definitely need more more good superhero games. So um, we'll be on the lookout for more of that as well. But I think that's a good place to end the show. Um, so as always, thank you all so much for listening. EJ will be back uh, in our next show. Uh, we will be discussing, no doubt, uh, if any trailers come out during the Super Bowl, uh, namely Deadpool, which is kind of what's been rumored and speculated on. So if that comes out, we will definitely be talking about that. Um, we, Depending on when we do the show, we may be talking a little bit of Madam Web as well. Um, and, um, of course, any other news that drops. So please look forward to that. Um, uh, again, as always, we thank you all so much for listening. I'm your host, Shamari, joined by Kendall, and we will see you guys next time. Peace.